1: Father God, as I come to your word today, I thank you for the gift of wisdom. Help me to seek it with all my heart. Amen.
0: Acts chapter 7 Then the high priest asked Stephen, are these charges true? To this he replied, brothers and fathers, listen to me. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham while he was still in Mesopotamia, before he lived in Haran. Leave your country and your people, God said, and go to the land I will show you. So he left the land of the Chaldeans and settled in Haran. After the death of his father, God sent him to this land where you are now living. He gave him no inheritance here, not even enough ground to set his foot on. But God promised him, that he and his descendants after him would possess the land, even though at that time Abraham had no child. God spoke to him in this way, for four hundred years your descendants will be strangers in a country, not their own, and they will be enslaved and ill-treated. But I will punish the nation, they serve as slaves, God said and afterwards they will come out of that country and worship me in this place. Then he gave Abraham the covenant of circumcision, and Abraham became the father of Isaac and circumcised him eight days after his birth. Later Isaac became the father of Jacob, and Jacob became the father of the twelve patriarchs. Because the patriarchs were jealous of Joseph, they sold him as a slave into Egypt, But God was with him and rescued him from all his troubles. He gave Joseph wisdom and enabled him to gain the goodwill of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. So Pharaoh made him ruler over Egypt and all his palace. Then a famine struck all Egypt and Canaan, bringing great suffering, and our ancestors could not find food. When Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent our forefathers on their first visit. On their second visit, Joseph told his brothers who he was, and Pharaoh learned about Joseph's family. After this, Joseph sent for his father, Jacob, and his whole family, 75 in all. Then Jacob went down to Egypt, where he and our ancestors died. Their bodies were brought back to Shechem and placed in the tomb that Abraham had bought from the sons of Hamor at Shechem for a certain sum of money. As the time drew near for God to fulfil his promise to Abraham, the number of our people in Egypt had greatly increased. Then a new king, to whom Joseph meant nothing, came to power in Egypt He dealt treacherously with our people and oppressed our ancestors by forcing them to throw out their newborn babies so that they would die. At that time Moses was born and he was no ordinary child. For three months he was cared for by his family. When he was placed outside, Pharaoh's daughter took him and brought him up as her own son. Moses was educated in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was powerful in speech and action. When Moses was 40 years old, he decided to visit his own people, the Israelites. He saw one of them being ill-treated by an Egyptian, so he went to his defense and avenged him by killing the Egyptian. Moses thought that his own people would realize that God was using him to rescue them But they did not. The next day, Moses came upon two Israelites who were fighting. He tried to reconcile them by saying, Men, you are brothers. Why do you want to hurt each other? But the man who was ill-treating the other pushed Moses aside and said, Who made you ruler and judge over us? Are you thinking of killing me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? When Moses heard this, he fled to Midian, where he settled as a foreigner and had two sons. After forty years had passed, an angel appeared to Moses in the flame of a burning bush in the desert, near Mount Sinai. When he saw this, he was amazed at the sight. As he went over to get a closer look, he heard the Lord say, I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Moses trembled with fear, and did not dare to look. Then the Lord said to him, Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. I have indeed seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their groaning and have come down to set them free. Now come, I will send you back to Egypt. This is the same Moses they had rejected with the words, Who made you ruler and judge? He was sent to be their ruler and deliverer by God himself through the angel who appeared to him in the bush. He led them out of Egypt and performed wonders and signs in Egypt at the Red Sea and for 40 years in the wilderness. This is the Moses who told the Israelites God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your own people. He was in the assembly in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him on Mount Sinai and with our ancestors and he received living words to pass on to us. But our ancestors refused to obey him. Instead, they rejected him and in their hearts turned back to Egypt. They told Aaron, make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who led us out of Egypt, we don't know what's happened to him. That was the time they made an idol in the form of a calf. They brought sacrifices to it and reveled in what their own hands had made. But God turned away from them and gave them over to the worship of the sun, moon and stars. This agrees with what is written in the book of the Prophets did you bring me sacrifices and offerings for 40 years in the wilderness people of israel you have taken up the tabernacle of moloch and the star of your god rephan the idols you made to worship therefore i will send you into exile beyond babylon our ancestors had the tabernacle of the covenant law with them in the wilderness It had been made as God directed Moses, according to the pattern he had seen. After receiving the tabernacle, our ancestors under Joshua brought it with them when they took the land from the nations God drove out before them. It remained in the land until the time of David, who enjoyed God's favour and asked that he might provide a dwelling place for the God of Jacob but it was Solomon who built a house for him. However, the Most High does not live in houses made by human hands. As the Prophet says, "'Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool.' "'What kind of house will you build for me?' says the Lord. "'Or where will my resting place be? "'Has not my hand made all these things? "'You stiff-necked people!' Your hearts and ears are still uncircumcised. You are just like your ancestors. You always resist the Holy Spirit. Was there ever a prophet your ancestors did not persecute? They even killed those who predicted the coming of the Righteous One. And now you have betrayed and murdered him. You who have received the law that was given through angels, but have not obeyed it. When the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. When he had said this, he fell asleep.
1: Ezekiel chapter 45 When you allot the land as an inheritance, you are to present to the Lord a portion of the land as a sacred district, 25,000 cubits long and 20,000 cubits wide. The entire area will be holy. Of this, a section 500 cubits square is to be for the sanctuary, with 50 cubits around it for open land. In the sacred district, measure off a section 25,000 cubits long and 10,000 cubits wide. In it will be the sanctuary, the most holy place. It will be the sacred portion of the land, For the priests who minister in the sanctuary and who draw near to minister before the Lord. It will be a place for their houses as well as a holy place for the sanctuary. An area 25,000 cubits long and 10,000 cubits wide will belong to the Levites who serve in the temple as their possession for towns to live in. You are to give the city, as its property, an area 5,000 cubits wide and 25,000 cubits long, adjoining the sacred portion. It will belong to all Israel. The prince will have the land bordering each side of the area, formed by the sacred district and the property of the city. It will extend westward from the west side, and eastward from the east side, running lengthways from the western to the eastern border, parallel to one of the tribal portions. This land will be his possession in Israel, and my princes will no longer oppress my people, but will allow the people of Israel to possess the land according to their tribes. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, You have gone far enough, princes of Israel. Give up your violence and oppression and do what is just and right. Stop dispossessing my people, declares the Sovereign Lord. You are to use accurate scales. An accurate ephah and an accurate bath. The ephah and the bath are to be the same size. The bath containing a tenth of a homer, and the ephah, a tenth of a homer. The homer is to be the standard measure for both. The shekel is to consist of 20 giras. 20 shekels plus 25 shekels plus 15 shekels equal one minna. This is the special gift you are to offer. A sixth of an ephah. From each homar of wheat and a sixth of an ephar from each homar of barley. The prescribed portion of olive oil measured by the bath is a tenth of a bath from each core, which consists of ten baths or one homar, for ten baths are equivalent to a homar. The prescribed portion of olive oil measured by the bath is a tenth of a bath from each core, which consists of ten baths or one homer, for ten baths are equivalent to a homer. Also, one sheep is to be taken from every flock of two hundred from the well-watered pastures of Israel. These will be used for the grain offerings, burnt offerings and fellowship offerings to make atonement for the people declares the Sovereign Lord All the people of the land will be required to give this special offering to the Prince in Israel It will be the duty of the Prince to provide the burnt offerings grain offerings and drink offerings at the festivals the new moons and the Sabbaths at all the appointed festivals of Israel He will provide the sin offerings, grain offerings, burnt offerings and fellowship offerings to make atonement for the Israelites. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. In the first month, on the first day, you are to take a young bull without defect and purify the sanctuary. The priest is to take some of the blood of the sin offering And put it on the doorposts of the temple On the four corners of the upper ledge of the altar And on the gateposts of the inner court You are to do the same on the seventh day of the month For anyone who sins unintentionally or through ignorance So you are to make atonement for the temple In the first month, on the fourteenth day You are to observe the Passover, a festival lasting seven days, during which you shall eat bread made without yeast. On that day, the prince is to provide a bull as a sin offering for himself and for all the people of the land. Every day during the seven days of the festival, he is to provide seven bulls and seven rams without defect as a burnt offering to the Lord, and a male goat for a sin offering. He is to provide as a grain offering an ephah for each bull, and an ephah for each ram, along with a hin of olive oil for each ephah. During the seven days of the festival, which begins in the seventh month on the fifteenth day, he is to make the same provision for sin offerings burnt offerings, grain offerings, and oil. Father God, you are holy. Search me and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. Create in me a pure heart and renew a right spirit within me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Amen. For more resources to help you bring the Word to life, go to premier.org.uk forward slash Bible. This reading has been taken from the NIV Bible Biblica and is published by Hodder and Stoughton.